it's so confusing. Yeah. We have another problem. <laughs> right. We call them V1 and V2. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but he's a great gift as well. So yeah. I'm just uh, super happy with the way it's been so smooth. And, and we're just looking to continue to grow and let people know that we do have a Spanish mass uh, Sundays at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. on Sundays. And then what's really been cool is we've actually been talking now about planning uh, in this last quarter, uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe Mass. Uh, oh, Lily's nice. team's going to lead that, nice, and nice. we're going to be totally legit. And then, <laughs> and then we have a uh, we'll have a Spanish Mass on Christmas Eve as well. Oh, nice. this year, Beautiful. which will be uh, again what a great offering, you know, for our community. So, uh, Father, let me ask you this about music. I mean, we've got such wonderful, wonderfully blessed people here that. Uh, help put the music together that they are involved with uh, getting everything organized the music is such a key part of the mass right talk about that from your standpoint how do you see music overall in our faith yeah well i know it definitely it uplifts our liturgy and it's a wonderful way to praise the lord and i do enjoy that we all try the best we can we may not have the best voices but we all try to sing together and be part of that community so that would be our goal and we know everybody's got different gifts on singing, and but the, really the goal is as many people as could participate, could actively participate at the Mass, including uh, praying through song. Uh, you know, when we pray or when we sing, we pray twice. We hear that common uh, phrase. So uh, it, it is something very important, and we know that everybody has a little bit different styles that they like to, also worshiping. So we have some different styles as well in our community, and uh, that way people can participate in a very beautiful way so it's super important and we, we love to do it and it's something that really gives great praise to the Lord Liliana let me ask you this you know being involved with music and being part of the church your love of our church our Lord our Savior Jesus Christ how has being part of music changed your life well, it just brings you closer to God in some sense it's more of like a spiritual connection and that's that's some, not not everybody can experience that. I mean, you know, everybody prays different, like Father said. But to me, music definitely is, you know, praying twice. And when I when we start singing or when we are practicing at home, and it's just it brings you closer to God. Or you want to say something to God, and you feel like maybe by singing or just playing a song that that'll get you closer to God. Definitely, that that's that's my connection. It it puts me in a greater or closer relationship with God for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, well, thank you, thank both you of you, so right. much. Yes. Thanks. So excited about our Spanish. Absolutely, absolutely. Bienvenidos. <laughs> Bienvenidos a la misa de San Judas. <laughs> See, I wish I could speak. I wish I could have that. But Lily's so gracious. She just, you know, talks to me uh, and, and speaks English to me all the time. Oh, right? yeah. you know, I'm, like, well, I, I'm a lost, a lost case. You know, I just want to jump in real quickly. We have a Spanish station, as you probably yes, know, 8.50 yes, a.m., yes. and uh, we should uh, I'll talk to the manager of that station to put an announcement on the radio yes. about the new Spanish Mass at uh, 6 o'clock on Sundays, right? Thank and also you. the Guadalupe celebration on yes. December 12th. Yeah. Uh, so so please uh, allow us on our Spanish station awesome. to, to get the word out about that. I'm also, I know people will be excited about it. I also think, Dave, we could probably get Lily to do a live spot uh, you know with some live oh, music nice. I think oh, yeah. that nice. might be something we could work out <laughs> I, I know the music director that we could work that right. out so. <laughs> definitely she's doing a live spot right now <laughs> right. I should have had you bring your guitar right. yeah. Yeah. play some music for us well thanks Lily Thank so much guys. for coming out today and, and introducing you. yourself to awesome. everyone and 
Thank you, Father. All right. Thank you. Appreciate yes, it, guys. Thank you for having us, and God bless. Come on out to the carnival, please. All right. All right. We'll Thank be sure you, to promote the event with Chris Stefanik as well on the radio. That's going to be very exciting. Our, our listeners will be very excited about that. Thanks so much. Just want to jump in and say we are broadcasting down to our final 45 minutes uh, from the St. Jude Parish Carnival in Allen, 1515 North Greenville Avenue. It's going on until 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, if you want to go online and learn more about it and some of the, the things that are associated with the carnival, stjudeparish.com forward slash carnival. And um, Mark, you're hot? What yeah, are you talking about? Toasty. <laughs> See, I was at St. Anne's last night, and it was like 105 when we were broadcasting. Yeah, to me, really, what is it, 95 uh, today? Yeah, we actually had a little front the past uh, year. We, we brought, the, brought the rain last we're, night, and uh, this yeah. morning it was downright fall-like. Oh, it was <laughs> kind of chilly, wasn't it? 85. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, in a few days, it's going to be in the 70s and 80s, yes. okay? So I'm, this I'm, is a, maybe the last blast of summer. Hopefully. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm right, hoping right. yesterday was the last triple-digit day. But uh, Yeah, so let me just mention one more time about these candles, uh, because they're not going to give themselves away, and we want uh, people to stop by our tent where we are broadcasting here at the Carnival at St. Jude's and just come by. All you got to do is say, hey, I heard you on the radio, and uh, believe me, they're really beautiful. And uh, I've got two more, so come on by and say hello to us, and I'd love to give you one of these. Um, and uh, it's we're in the courtyard on the west side of the courtyard, That's correct, uh, right brother. by the bell tower. All yep. right. And okay. if you don't give those away, they're going home with me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Uh, yeah. uh, so, uh, people are like, now I feel guilty going. All right, I'll be stealing marks. All right, uh, so on we on we move. All right, great. Well, I I wanted to uh, introduce Amy Pollock to everyone. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Good. Uh, I know Amy now that I see her. You know, we know people by their right, faces right, here right. at church. Right. And uh, I had called Amy. I got a number uh, for her from uh, from Mary Boyle and. And uh, I asked him if she would come out and introduce herself and, and talk a little bit about the moms group that we have here at St. Jude. So, Amy, part of this was, and I think I mentioned this to you, but just to give everybody a little background, is um, when we do these broadcasts on Carnival Day, uh, we use the time to introduce, uh, you know, new people and new programs to the community. Right. And, uh, you know, we've, we've talked to people today from the Welcome Retreat and, and we've talked, of course, Lily just now from our Spanish ministry, which is brand new. So uh, I wanted you to come in. And Mary had told me you've got this new group that's that's recently formed. Yes. And uh, tell us a little bit about the group. Uh, and, and start, before you do that, introduce yourself. And I know you've been here at St. Jude for a period of time. I right. recognize mm-hmm. you, and I know your husband. And so uh, tell us a little bit about your story and, and how the music or the moms group actually came to be and, and some of the uh, information we might need to know about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been a member at St. Jude for um, seven years. Um, my husband and I were married here. I was um, at another parish in Dallas, and so I joined this parish when we got married seven years ago. Um, and shortly after that, I became pregnant with our first child, and then we had another right after that. And there wasn't a mom's group. And I didn't know anybody in the parish. I joined Welcome, and it was a great way to meet people. Right, right. Um, but they were all from different um, time periods in their life. And right. so there weren't a lot of moms with really young, young children. children. yeah. And I just was lonely. Um, so a couple other moms and I that I had met along the way, we started meeting on Zoom. It was during COVID. Right. And um, we had like six people, and we would meet once a week and just... We were doing a book study at the time, but it was just a way to connect together. 
and then um, restrictions started to lift and last the very end of August last year, um, I approached Father and Mary Boyle and Teresa Rodenbaugh and said, hey, we want to start a mom's group. And they said, sure. So for a year now, we've been meeting, and we're 57 strong now. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. From six to 57. Wow. Yes. Yeah, are you so, are you incredible. amazed at that growth? That quickly? I am. That's I knew incredible. there was a need. Yep, yep. You know, for this large of a parish and right. it's growing, that there was a need for a mom's group. But I just I was blown away by how many signed up just immediately. And now tell so, folks what would the mom group do? So we do a lot of different things. Okay. Um, last fall we started with a book study. Okay. Um, and we studied a book just to kind of bring us all together and open us up. Um, we also plan like mom's night out or um, play dates, things like that. Okay. People will put something on the calendar sometimes last minute. We're going to meet at Hat Creek for lunch. Um, but uh, during the spring, we decided we were going to take a step back from the book study and just have a more relaxed meeting. And we were meeting weekly and just talking about different Catholic topics. Mm-hmm. Um, saints that were meaningful to us was one of the topics, that kind of thing. We are going back to a book study format this fall. We decided we were going to do a book study again. Um, so we'll be doing a different book. It's Divine Mercy for Moms. Okay. Um, just to kind of connect with our Catholic faith in a different way. But we do still occasionally um, organize other social events and things like that. That has so. got to be a great experience. I mean, when you get that many people together, say, on Zoom or in person. Right. You know, just seeing that collective energy in the same room or Zoom. It's got to be an amazing feeling when you see all of that, all of those individuals coming together talking about things that are affecting them and just being in that comfort zone. Right. If you'll, it's got to be amazing, right? Yes. Yes. Just to know that there's somebody else that's out there that's there. dealing through with what you're dealing with right now with yeah. the small children. You're not alone. Or they have dealt it with it. Yes. You're <laughs> right. not alone. You're not alone. And how often are you meeting and how, for how long? Each so time? we switched to um, just the second and fourth Thursday of each month. Um, and we meet from 630 to 8. We usually start with about a half hour of social time just to kind of have some chit chat. You know how women are. Um, uh, so we, well, <laughs> men, men too. We like men to catch up. Way. We like to catch up. And oh, then if anybody's running late, you don't feel like you're late because all you've missed out on is a little bit of social sure. time. Sure. Right. Right. And then we about seven o'clock we start with the with our discussion topic and we try to finish right at eight so the nursery workers can go home and so moms can get home to their kids and have some time to relax in the evening before oh, it starts up again the next day. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. for sure. So that's that's an interesting. Uh, tidbit. So you're saying the nursery is actually open. Yes, they provide nursery for us. That's great. It's a huge Obviously, blessing. It's a huge blessing. Moms. Yes. Do you, do you see other opportunities maybe to take the ministry, uh, say, to other parishes or other organizations? So other a lot of parishes venues? do already have moms groups, okay. and we've looked at some of the other ones that are active just to get more ideas okay. of what we might do in the future. Um so, what would be some of those plans? Oh, like some of the other parishes have like an Advent retreat for moms, one like one Saturday morning okay. at the beginning okay. of Advent, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or they bring in a guest speaker. So we'll get to that point. Right, right. We're trying to start small. Yeah, no, I, I imagine, and you get a lot of great feedback, right? You mentioned yes. 57 of the group. Right. It's grown from six to that huge number. What kind of feedback do you get? Suggestions, advice from the other moms about um, what you guys need to do? Or I mean, we're, we're pretty open. I run the group okay but that just means that i just organize things okay um but anybody is free to put anything on the calendar that they want if somebody wants a mom's night out they can plan it and people show up okay whoever can okay um or anything like that so i'm not 
my name is on the line, but I'm not in charge. No, Everybody, no. Everybody's in charge. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. I would imagine, it too, as well, this might be a great opportunity uh, maybe to reach out to some of the moms that are maybe shut-ins or can't get out, uh, maybe visiting them at their home and things like that. Right. Would, would that be a possibility? Um, sometimes it is. Um, we are also active with the Ministry of Martha. They, okay. they provide the meals to the new moms, and so a lot of our moms help with that ministry providing new meals even if the mom isn't isn't a part of the mom's group yet okay and yeah so is there a uh uh and i'm not i'm just asking how people would get involved how young moms would get involved is there a a place on the website where they can go reach out or how do you how do they how do they become involved yes so if you go to the website they have a register now button that is for to register for anything you can register for re through that and there's a section on there for moms okay yes Mm mm-hmm Great. And do you, uh, you mentioned the schedule. I didn't catch the, do you, do you meet year round or do you have, do you sort of follow the school schedule? We meet year round. Okay. We took a break at the, in August and the early part of September, just because everybody was winding down and getting back into school school. and all that. So we thought we'll just take that six weeks off. Yeah. But we meet on the second and fourth Thursday around the, around the year. This has got to be very gratifying for you. It is. Very rewarding. Yes. How do you yes. see it? How has it changed you being part of this? So I am not an extrovert. Okay. And this has been... This is drawing you out. But you're on the radio today. Thousands are listening to you, by the way. <laughs> no pressure. No so pressure. it's one of those things, God is stretching me, mm-hmm. and I never would have thought I'd be leading a group. I'm the one who sits... I'll come to the group, and I'll sit and listen to what everybody has right. to say, but this is... It's been... Um, it's been different for me, and God is really working in me. It's awesome. In a different way. Just not what I expected. I would imagine, so. too, the uh, the support of your husband has got to be amazing, right? Yes. He <laughs> is there. He's, Talk about that. He's very willing to stay home with the kids. Okay. If the nursery, you know, some, we sometimes send him to the nursery if he's not available, but he's very willing to stay home with the kids. He encourages me to go to the mom's nights out and do things outside because I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I'm there all day long. Right. It's good Deep in the trenches. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Good so to who have knows that, that I need that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To spend time doing. Well, what a right. great story because, um, you know, spending your time ministering to other women like this and starting a group with six people and it's really exploded. And how, how fast did that happen? You said yeah, it started with six. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like we had a year? So within the first couple of weeks, we had, I think, 24 sign up. Wow. And then it's just grown from there. Each time there's a bulletin announcement, you, we usually get a few more. Right. Um, Sarah handles baptisms, and she gives them a little card to show where they can yeah. sign we up for mom's group and things like that. So, yeah, little by little. Yes, we're that's growing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic information. I and mean, I think that's a it's a great example of a program that, you know, we didn't really know exploded. about it. Really, yeah, really exploded, <laughs> exploded. But maybe getting the word out is just absolutely. It's incredible. Yes, and, it's, and it sounds like there's a real need for that. It is there. Yeah, there yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, Amy, thanks yeah. for coming and talking to us I'm today. Glad you I'm do so it. Yeah. glad you accepted my invitation, and yes. uh, <laughs> we're willing to do it. So, thanks so much. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. Thank right. you. You know, I got to say, I'm so impressed with how smoothly this is running. It's about five minutes before we start a new segment. The next guest just kind of kind of shows up. Uh, I've been to so many of these where it's like, "Where's our next guest?" You know, where you got to just start ad libbing, well, and every single yep. time the next guest is just it's right just, here, just sitting here, and this is no exception.
exception. Uh, we are down to our last 30 minutes of our live broadcast from the St. Jude Carnival in Allen, 1515 North Greenville Avenue, Allen 75002. We're in the courtyard, the west side of it, under the bell tower by the education building. Come on by if you want. Uh, yeah, Mark has already claimed one of the, the prizes, so yeah, we've yeah. got one more left, okay? I don't know about you, Mike. No, two come up. You, know, yeah, yeah. You, you can probably they convince can John Bruce think, to give you one, okay? I think okay? I got one last year. Oh, did you? Okay, so if anybody wants to swing by and just say, hey, I heard you on the radio, I like one of those gifts that John Bruce made. It's a beautiful candle with a, like kind of a wooden uh, box base, and so it has a cross on it. Very nice. Uh, just find us and say hello, like uh, John did uh, previously. Another John, not John Bruce. Uh, and uh, if you want to learn more about the carnival, it goes until 11 o'clock tonight, and it, it's big. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, rides and food, of course, and uh, a lot a lot of things. Uh, uh, com slash carnival. And, uh, boy, this has just been running so smoothly. I, I, I'm enjoying the, the ringside seat and just kind of, you you guys are doing the heavy lifting. See, you're watching two professionals at this, right? <laughs> That's right, right. Taking notes. I'm taking notes. Yeah, taking yeah. notes. Yeah. Well, what I before we speak to our, our, our next uh, uh, speaker, interviewee, yeah. uh, I wanted to say that I, I, I'm amazed, and, and there were several ref- references made today of these other smaller groups. Yes. That are sort of part of this foundational thing we talked about earlier that feed into these larger groups. You know what I mean? So there's just so much community here and so many... Uh, so many of these uh, small factions of people that do these things. Like I was just thinking about Amy, the fact that Sarah, who we talked to earlier about the giving tree, Sarah puts a card into a packet and tells the young mothers, hey, we have this group here. Right. And, and, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges for a parish, and I, I've noticed this for a long time, is, is well, I think it's probably any organization, is communication. Right. right. How do we communicate what we can offer how do we communicate how we get involved? How do we communicate, you know, what's happening in those programs? It's very difficult because we think, well, we're just going to put everything online. Well, right. not, not everybody everybody's goes, online. And then we say, yeah. well, we're going to put everything in an email. Okay, we know not how that works. Email. Or we're right. going to do Facebook. Or we're going to do that. Or we're going to put slides up before church. Right. And we just don't know how many, how many people we're reaching. And we're always looking for the better ways to communicate. But what I've noticed today is these little things that these individuals, these are really smart individuals that figure out a way Absolutely. to do it. You know, and, and it's that collaboration yeah. that really makes it a success. Like you mentioned, a little note that goes into a into a packet. Somebody might know about that. They might open it up and go, oh, I didn't know about that. Right. You know, and then this way that's going to prompt their attention right. to drive in and find out more, drive to the website or whatever the case may yeah. be. Not everybody's on the Internet. Not everybody's no. on email. No, we, and we, we overdo that in yeah, a lot of cases. We do. You know, we just yeah, put everything on email and you've got a, a newsletter that's got, you know, <laughs> yeah. you've got to... You'll yep. pass through the fold six times, and and yep. uh, nobody looks. It, it, it's and it's discouraging. It is. I know in the music department, sometimes we say, "Well, we need to recruit new members." Right. Well, recruiting new members is very difficult. You know, there's 40 people out there that can all sing better than you, mm. but they're not. They're they're in that stage of life where they just can't afford the time. Yeah. Yep. Or they just don't feel there's a there's a welcoming you know uh, invitation. So it's really difficult to communicate uh, through this. I'm just amazed, like you said, the. I think the smoothness you referenced is because these people are really top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. really understand 
how to do that, and they take it seriously. So I just want to say yeah, that. Yeah, it's a sign really of a well-run parish. I mean, exactly. so, somebody's got this thing moving smoothly, and you yeah. guys are doing an outstanding job as well. Yeah. And uh, you say 40 people that can sing better than us. <laughs> I'd <laughs> say that's about 4,000 in my case, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah I think there's more you than 40. You don't want to hear me say <laughs> oh, don't go there. <laughs> I've, I've got a friend that says something like that. She's Irish, and she always talks about, uh, yeah, well, just make a joyful noise. You know, God, <laughs> yeah. God doesn't care if you can stay in tune. Just make a joyful yeah. noise. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's not I joyful wanted, with the people listening, though. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to use that as a lead-in to another firecracker powerhouse staff member we have here at St. Jude. <laughs> And, she's, uh, she's smiling ear to oh, ear. Oh, okay. she knows. <laughs> she's on the radio. She knows. Um, uh, this uh, this is Lori Garcia, and Lori is part of our youth ministry. And Lori, I didn't write down your official title. I'll let you introduce yourself. But Lori is a new staff member here, and as all of you who are in any kind of ministry and probably attend a church know, youth ministry is a tough one. It is. It is because the turnover is usually high. Um, uh, programs are, you know, it's, we, uh, we know it's probably the one of the most important ministries that we have because we have to involve the youth today right. so that when they go off to college, they take it with them they into their parishes and their homes and their communities. And it is a challenge, especially with kids being stretched so many different ways. Um, I mean, think about your own child. There's baseball, there's soccer, there's yep, dance, yep, there's yep. homework. For God's sakes, these mm-hmm. kids are yeah, they're, buried they're, in homework. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, so it's really difficult in our youth for our youth programs. But Lori is uh, she's a stick of dynamite, and uh, <laughs> we are really glad that she's here. I don't know if I want to be sitting next to her. Uh, that's the okay. case. She is, and uh, uh, Lori will tell you about herself. But I, Lori was part of this parish for years and years, uh, was part of the youth program years ago. Yep. Uh, and on the core team. Yes. And so we've known each other at least 25 years, at 20 least. years. Yep. And our children have, you know, grown up here. And now mm-hmm. Lori is back with a vengeance. <laughs> and I'm so glad. And not a stick of dynamite. <laughs> not a stick of hell. She's got that in her purse. So she's ready to blow it up. Welcome, Lori Garcia. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Coming. Thank you. Thanks that was a coming. great introduction, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> How do you live up to that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I want to see. We'll see. Well, tell us a little bit about how you got here. Okay. And then, most importantly, tell us uh, what you've got planned, because I know you've got a lot planned, and you've we got do. Some, some things coming. So We're excited. So um, so I've been here at St. Jude for about 25, almost 25 years um, as just a parishioner. I said just a parishioner. Yeah. Right? Just- um, and uh, But I have four children, and I, they range in ages of 26 um, all the way down to 12. So it's just kind of, you know, a nice That's gap, a full house. right? It's a full house. <laughs> yep. So, um, so what Mike was referencing earlier is that I was a member of the of the core life team um, about 15 years ago um, for uh, roughly around six or seven years, and um, I loved that. It was probably my favorite time, although scariest time oh, in serving. Um, but uh, was probably one of my favorite times of my entire life when I look back. Um, took a break. I had three young children needed to kind of you know make sure that you know they were uh, okay, and then once I. Once they were, I was ready to come back, and I felt the calling a couple of years ago. It took me a little bit to say yes. Sometimes it takes me a minute, but he loves me anyway. <laughs> and, uh, right. and so here I am, um, and I'm back. And so I um, am part of a team that leads 7th grade through 12th grade. And so one of the things that um, 
when I start when I came back and I kind of took a step back I, I've worked in the secular world my whole life so I, and I still do um, and so a little over 30 years and so when I looked at it from that perspective and I kind of said okay how, how can we what do we do here like what's going on um, and I I think what we can become stagnant sometimes yes, right right things right. work it's you know it's status quo and so we just kind of we keep going right Mike mm-hmm. we just keep going so right. Um, when I uh, inter- when I interviewed here with the staff, what I really enjoyed was um, the director of faith formation had told me, you know, we want to find a way to get fifth and sixth graders involved and stay through seventh and eighth grade, and then we want to find a way for seventh and eighth graders right to get involved and stay through ninth and tenth grade and and through senior. So that got me thinking because I have literally, I have that entire age (laughs) group in my home and and I have a young adult. So, um, you know, what makes them stay, right? Well, what makes them stay is us making sure that we meet them where they are, not expecting them to meet us where we think they should be. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Well, you know, it's... In all honesty, it's relationship driven. Okay. Right? You can't have a relationship with, we have, well, from 7th through 12th grade, I have almost um, 475 kids registered. I'm not going to have a personal relationship with 475 kids. Mm, No. And we have almost, I mean, our numbers have exploded this year. We had a great summer. We came in. um, We showed who we were as a team, which is We've got a team of folks that really care about these kids. We care not just that they come to church, right? But we care about the kids. We care about what they're learning, what they retain, what they're taking home, and what they live, right? And it's not easy. In today's world, oh my goodness gracious, it is not easy. It's way worse than when I was a child. But, you know, if you meet them where they are and talk to them about um, how they can utilize their faith in their every single day life, what is relevant for them, it really does make a difference. And I think that's what keeps them coming back. How do you draw somebody out that doesn't want to share their thoughts? Well, that's you an know, age group that's going to be, it is. you know, very reserved at times. Yep. How do you bring them out? You know, it's little by little. Okay. I don't expect something from them immediately. They have to trust us. They have to know that we care. Um, I know that my twelve-year-old is not just going to go share with everybody, um, and and I wouldn't. I frankly, I wouldn't want him to. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's it takes time. But I think what it is is that if we can step out of seventh and eighth grade and I can step into fifth and sixth grade and they're like oh I know her I've seen her around she comes to our classes she comes to our parties and then if I can step out of my ninth and tenth eleventh twelfth those folks can come into my seventh and eighth grade groups then they go oh I know them it's not so scary anymore right right Right? and so it's a family Right. And, um, you know, I'm visual, so I see a stream. When I think of these kids, I see a stream. We start at baptism, and that river just kind of, that stream just kind of flows, right? Um, it goes up through reconcili- first reconciliation. And then the parents usually are forcing them uh, through confirmation. Um, well, right. You hope that they're forcing them through confirmation. Um, yeah, you'd like for them. You'd to like for them to be, right. um, which you know, and and that's another thing. Um, we do talk a lot here about the parental requirements. Mm-hmm. It's not just these kids, and it's not just us. Right. It starts at home, and right. we've got to teach our parents that it really does start at home, 
And that's, that's I think, that's the key. Yeah. Do, you, do you find some of the challenges with this is that you're dealing with social media? Uh, a lot of kids get ideas about what's going on in the world, social media, Facebook, you name it, Twitter, on and on and on and on. Uh, how do you work around that? That's a big challenge, right? Yeah, it is a big challenge. And you can't say don't do social media right. because that's just unrealistic at this uh, time in their life. So um, what you do have to explain to them, though, is, you know, what are the pitfalls? Mm. Um, and what are the things that you're going to see that are not godly and that are not um, that are only going to hurt you? Um, I'll just give you a very quick example. And I know she's just going to love this because she's my daughter. Um, and so <laughs> I use her all the time. And she's like, again, Mom? But... Um, um, you know, she's a senior in high school, and she is amazing. Um, yeah. But she is like every other senior in high school. So she's got, you know, whatever, right? Snapchats and Twitter and, you know, I don't know, Instagram and all the things that they have. I remember Polaroid. Yeah, it's, it's, there's just a ton of stuff that they do. And there's even things now that, you know, I, I didn't mention. But um, she has got all of those things. And um, at a point in time in her life not so long ago um everything that she saw on tiktok was it was real it was true it was real it's what it was but of course her feed did not show her anything about god or christianity right, right everything right. anti really um and i i challenged her one day and i said okay you know can we just type in christian praise and worship just do that for me well wow. right and she was like okay and uh, so she typed it in and little by little right it started to, to come on her feed and so little by little it started to feed her um, and about three days ago now I work in youth ministry but three days ago my daughter says who is a senior mom so when I'm singing praise and worship songs does that mean I'm praying yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. Yes, yep. uh, let's have that conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it's like, well, are you, um, are you, are you thinking about the words? Are you listening to what they're really talking about and what they're meaning? Um, is that you know something that you're really doing, or are you just singing along because you like the chorus? You know, and she's right. like, well, uh, I really like this song called "Rest on Us." And oh, I was nice. like, that's awesome. That's a great song. Right. And so I said, well, when you, when you sing that and, um, and you're, you're meditating, if you will, um, and, and what those words mean. And what does it mean when, the, when he says the Holy Spirit will fill you? you know, I know you're here. Fill me up. Um, she was like, oh, my goodness. So for the first time, she got it. So that's, that's how I've done it. Um, we talk, you know, to the kids about the dangers right um and and we're just here for them and i think that's really at the end of the day you know and that's a great message yep. where you're here for them yeah you know and that that has got to offer such tremendous reassurance uh for somebody in that age group that may not be you know they may have, they may be a little bit uh, timid or afraid of the world just knowing somebody's there our lord and savior jesus christ and mom is there that's got a that's a great foundation right yeah there's a great statistic that um, I learned recently from Michael Gromley and he said um, that each child needs three non-parent religious people in their lives to get them through high school mm, Wow! in such a way right and so when you think about that um, 
I was like, you know, I don't know that I had three yeah. non-parent, yeah. um, and I know how many how much struggles you know I've gone through, and so that stuck with me because I was like, okay, you know what, these kids are they're ahead of the game because they definitely have a right. really strong. They've got a group of catechists that just love them and a group of staff here um, that love them, really love them. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, your, your core group is uh, is really strong. They seem like a bunch of good good people. They are. And, you know, you're a part of that, and I know you know that, but I think praise and worship is key to getting these kids involved and staying involved. It gives them an outlet that they are not used to having and that they don't know is there. Somebody else wrote these songs. These are prayers. And if they don't know what to say in their prayer life, right. somebody's written a song that talks just about their wow, feelings. Wow, right. That's, you know? That's so, right so, yeah. mm-hmm. so. Well, uh, Lori, tell us. Uh, I know we got to wrap up here pretty quick. Tell us what uh, we can look forward to. Like, what, what are the plans? I know we're just kicking it off. We are. Uh, the fall. What's the fall look like? And maybe... Yeah, give us some. I'm give us the give us the highlight. <laughs> What's the okay, highlight? so for both middle school and high school, it's it's similar. Um, we've got all kinds of things happening. We've got training masses. We have adoration. We have praise and worship. Um, we've got festivals coming up. Um, social nights. Not a ton of social nights, but we do have some social activity within the evenings. Um, and then we've got special guests coming in. We've got priests, some married couples. We're talking about some he- really heavy topics that the kids actually asked for mm-hmm. toxic relationships what do, how do I deal with that how do I deal with apologetics in classrooms um, so some of the kids here are really it's just amazing to me how smart they are so we have got um, for the next school year we have got a lot of really good um, you know uh, opportunities for them we've also got retreats that are coming up right we've yeah. got holy fire and that's for my middle schoolers which is the first time that we're taking them on a day retreat I cannot wait it's similar to Steubenville mm-hmm. and then we've got DCYC and Steubenville coming up for our high schoolers so we've got awesome. we've got a non-stop year yeah I'm excited Great. Exciting. yeah very Great. good <laughs> thank you for having me of course Absolutely. Yeah, we're all excited I mean it's just good to talk about you know what's happening yeah the new, the new stuff that's coming is yep. great thank and, you and All folks right. can find your information up on the website right absolutely and I'm, okay. my name is Lori, and you can just uh i'm here all the time <laughs> <laughs> and she's a stick of dynamite thanks Lori. all right thank thanks you all right we're down to our last segment and uh, you're listening to a live broadcast here on 9 10 a.m from the St. Jude Allen Carnival in Allen, 1550 North Greenville Avenue in Allen. stjudeparish.com is the website going on until 11 o'clock tonight. If you can't come today, tomorrow will be the last day of this year. It will be from 3 to 10. And uh, as has been mentioned many times, you don't have to be a parishioner to come. You don't have to be Catholic. You, Everybody is welcome. And We're going to uh, have you come back tomorrow. Uh, me? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Another live broadcast? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going to have to rest it's after a, this one. This has been it's powerful. It's a day of rest, right? Uh, that's right. But, uh, yeah, you know, and we just have a very limited view from where we are of everything. Most of this stuff. stuff is on the other side of the building right in front of us. So there's a whole lot going on. And uh, so I don't want to take any time away from our next guest. So uh, let's do our last segment here. Hey, our awesome. Well, we uh, we're so happy to, to have with us uh, Mr. Curtis Hoppy. Curtis is with the Knights of Columbus. He is the the top dog, the Grand Knight. <laughs> he is the man in charge, and uh, it's so good to see you, Curtis. I'm Michael, great to see you, Mark. Good to see you again. Good to see you, man. Great to see you. Great to see Dave. you. Uh, 
I will let Curtis talk because he's got so much to talk about, and there are so many things that uh, the Knights. Uh, I'll do a little bit, Curtis. Uh, sure. I just want to set the stage that the Knights here. We, we've been talking about these different groups that that we have here at St. Jude, and how one group might feed into another. Like we were talking about the welcome retreats, and when the men come out of their welcome retreat, they're encouraged to be to be part of a community to do some some you know take action, and that that feeds into things like you know into groups like the Knights. Or you know other other groups here at St. Jude and the Knights everywhere you look they're here at St. Jude they're here they're here <laughs> they're here yeah. and you know we typically think about the Knights you know they do barbecue and they do lots of uh, <laughs> um, events for throughout the year raising money for different charities they're just but it's it's a really large community of very active men that do this work and uh, uh, it's it's unbelievable I mean it really is unbelievable and so we don't get to see and hear about all these other oh. you know events that yeah. you do so enlighten us tell us some of oh. the things that are going on now and what we, we look what are happening and what well let me lead in by saying uh, I heard you guys on the radio, so I thought I'd stop by. <laughs> oh, man. In fact, I heard you talking about this, Dave, and then all of a sudden the feed went away. Oh, that's I was, right. We lost Oh, yeah. Power. And I was, yeah. if I wasn't driving, I would have called Mike and said, oh, by the way, you guys are off the air. You know, I got nothing. But I was right. checking my phone. I really was. <laughs> Dave had it back up and running pretty Yeah, you're quick. not disqualified by being a guest. Well, yeah, this, uh, this high-tech point. equipment and the, the last here. one goes to Mark, okay? So, so everybody knows there's, there aren't any left. These are great. I got a place for this. Uh, I know exactly where I'm going to put it. Yeah, those are really cool. They're beautiful. Well, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Mike, and uh, thanks for the introduction. And uh, I don't know when you say you know top dog of the of the nights. It's kind of the the guy who serves all, right? That's it's, right. It's more of a I don't know. It's more of a punishment than a, <laughs> than, a than an honor. It's an honor. Yeah. It is an honor. Curtis is a dad, and he works. Right, and he's got right, this right. job. So he is always triple full He never timer. sleeps. He no, then it's herding cats sometimes with some of our <laughs> yeah. some of our members. You know, and, they're, and they're, they're in all different directions. We've heard it all day. It's like we we sort of assign that label to you know a person, but we know it's a team. Oh, yeah. It's a huge team. So yeah, yeah. Last year is here, and uh, I was just I had just been <laughs> brought in as a grand knight, and I hadn't really experienced much and i've learned so much in the last year great and you know we talk about you want to talk about what the knights do and 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 uh you know we mainly focus on four four uh um pillars uh, yeah pillars exactly Uh, supporting the community supporting faith life and uh family so with those four with those four uh pillars we have directors in each of those four and we've been very successful this last year we in fact I'm proud to say, um, uh, under the, the officers underneath me, we, we applied for uh, and uh, submitted a, 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 to be uh, considered uh, the uh, Council of the Year for the Diocese of Dallas, oh. and we were awarded. Awesome. Oh, so, congratulations. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Out of, out of, yeah. is, this, is this first time we we're hearing of this? Oh, well, it was put out in the, uh, in the Father did announce it uh, last month. Okay. But um, it but was first just time in the year. Yeah, first time we breaking out of, news. <laughs> there you go, breaking out news. of fifty-eight councils in this diocese. Oh wow! And it's one of the most active dioceses in the in the state. Yeah, um, we were we were chosen as number one, so a lot of a lot of pride in that. Wow! And uh, you know, we kind of went through. Um, I have a great deputy grand knight, Larry Alberts. Larry, if you're out there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, listening once again, we appreciate so much that he does. He took the time and with our 
district deputy, Mr. Ben Oani, uh, put together a list of all the things that we do. And you put it down on paper, you're like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> when do you have time to do that? Right. Um, right yeah. But you mentioned barbecue to go. but And that's just in, that's in, um, that's in our you know, parish support uh, and community support uh, areas. But we also have a very strong support of life. And this mm-hmm. year, the, uh, the Supreme Council, which is the National Council, um, provided us with an opportunity to support our our crisis pregnancy centers and to support uh, the uh, the the docile, uh, domiciles for respecting mothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they offered mm-hmm. for every two thousand dollars we gave to a charity, they would chip in another four hundred dollars. So we supported uh, six of these crisis pregnancy centers in, in homes. Uh, each with two thousand dollars, so we for twelve thousand dollars we donated. Uh, Supreme also donated another twenty four hundred dollars. So That's we great. it's gone around. It's called the the um, ASAP program. It's assistance. Um, it's oh, I'm sorry. Support after pregnancy, uh, and it, it 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 was a very big hit around the country this year, and we we took full advantage of that. But um, uh, you know you see us. It every everything we're parking cars today. In fact, I was, sure. we had to wander in from the from the dust lot that is <laughs> the parking lot. Dust yeah. lot. Well, <laughs> it's only going to get worse. <laughs> and uh, I like that. the cloud over there. The cloud. Cloud. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're running shifts and it's hot, but it's not as hot as it was yesterday. So uh, everybody's staying hydrated. But um, other things that we're doing is, you know, and we talked about Teresa and and Wizzy Wiz the Wiz. Uh, Mike Wazowski talked right, about right, the, the, the welcome, you know, program right. and how that. You're right, how that bleeds, fle- feeds into the Knights of Columbus for recruitment. We've uh, we had a banner year this year, and that kind of helped us with this award that we received. But we had over, we had a a, a, a goal to reach of 15 new recruits this year. We ended up bringing in 220 percent of that. So we had 30. 36 recruits that oh, signed up. Wow. And marvelous. they're guys who are coming in from these welcome retreats. They're they're, yeah. they're on fire, you know. They've right. they, they've finally figured out what it is, why these people are out there holding uh, holding these these markers to guide people into parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> what brings them what makes somebody want to do that? Exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> um, so uh, but yeah, that is just a, a snippet of what we're doing. We're and of course if you like food, of course we always we're making brisket all the time. I mean, we've guys are always nice. smoking. Yeah. They're always smoking. We, so wood is flying, is burning in in our hands. <laughs> we, we can't hold on to it long enough. These guys, yeah. We do about uh, we do uh, four cooks a, a year for just selling barbecue brisket sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then always uh, good. Yeah, for it's, it's a bargain, really. It's uh, prices have gone up. I'll tell you. So we've had to unfortunately raise our prices, but people are happy to pay it. It's good oh, food. Yeah. Um, we do the welcome retreat, breakfasts and lunches. So those are four a year that we do. Um, if you like barbecue ribs, stick around for the Super Bowl. It's always Super Bowl ribs. That's right. <laughs> we do about 300 uh, racks of baby back ribs, and uh, we sell those and, and get good uh, get good response. You know, tamales at around Christmas time. Right. So there's always there's always food to be made and had from the and night. there's the speaking of christmas there's the lot you guys run the christmas, christmas tree yeah yeah and, yeah. Th- and those like i said those are the things that are visible to the community absolutely but what the things that people don't realize is what the things you know the couple things that curtis just mentioned is you know helping out the pregnancy centers right. and things they right. don't, people right. don't see that we don't hear yeah. about it unless you're affiliated with the night you wouldn't know yeah. that yeah. that's happening oh. right and those are the things that are just amazing uh that, that these guys do. You know, speaking of amazing, I mean, you talk about those that are part, they're knights, they're in there with you. 
Talk about them. They are really incredible. They're there. Want to be part of the community. They're the heart and soul yeah. of being a knight. Talk yeah, about most those. definitely. We've got members. I mean, we've got honorary members who have been in, in, in the Knights of Columbus for decades. Yeah. Um, they come to meetings. They come to all events. It's it's amazing to see an 82-year-old man out here parking cars. That's yes. great. Uh, in Al Ledwig. <laughs> That's great. Yes. And, That's and great. then he still char- chairs up our... Our golf tournament. He chairs the. He's our seminarian uh, coordinator, and you know, with with him alone, we we support twenty seminaries. We did twenty seminarians last year. We're going to support twenty three this year. And what we do is, is we financially support them. Right. Um, right. So with about a five hundred dollars a year uh, support for each one of those individuals. Right. So that all adds up. Well, our budget is is just under two hundred thousand dollars, Mike. Mark, That's we amazing. we raise about one hundred eighty thousand dollars. In, in proceeds and funds through fundraising that's given away every year. Wow. Whether it's, it's to the seminarians or scholarships. We have nine scholarships we gave away uh, this, this year again and sent away some of our parishioner uh, kids, you know, yes, uh, to school. Gone, yep. Yep. And, they, and the responses we get from those kids, they, uh, thank <clears throat> you letters, are just so heartfelt. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just 500 bucks, but actually it's a little more than a lot of other people get, a lot of other organizations get. Yeah, that's so, huge. Do yeah. you have any generational nights? You know, maybe say grandfather was a knight, now son, maybe <clears throat> maybe a grandson. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. That's All right. Cool. Well, we in fact, we've had a couple of uh, Smiths, a couple of Ken Smith and his boys, uh, Ian and... Um, I can't remember Ian's brother's name, but anyway, they're in our our, our council as okay. well. Wow. We've got uh, uh, Mike Mike Lupine and his father. Right, we're both Knights of Columbus. I mean, we have 420 knights yeah. in our in our membership. Now, the number of active knights, you know, it's like we have what eight thousand families in this parish. Right, <laughs> oh, you're active. <laughs> right, it's about this about the same cut. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, sure. Right. It's, it's 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 we just say that sign up. You don't have to do. You don't have to come to a meeting. You don't have to do anything. Right. But someday, maybe some you come in after mass. We'll come in. Yeah. We're yep. selling barbecue sandwiches. Yeah. And we uh, we end up. They stay for twenty minutes and they help out. So a lot of things they can do to help. Uh, you know, see. Go to our website, St. Jude K of C K of C S T Jude K of C dot com. Curtis, thanks so much. We appreciate you coming every year. We'll do it again next year. Let's look forward to another it. update. And uh, you do it with a new grand night, I'll tell you that. Uh, that's right. That's right. Well, we've enjoyed. Yeah, no, you'll be back. We've enjoyed your uh, your leading, and I know you've done great work. And uh, it's just amazing the story of the knights do for us. Well, thank you for the time, Mike. Yeah, congratulations on that honor. That that's uh, that's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, Council of the the year. Or all right. Well, we are down to our last uh, minute twenty seconds. uh, We are going to be taking off the year automatically. And so I want to thank uh, uh, first of all Mike and Mark. You guys did a fabulous job. Uh, uh, Amazing professionalism. The guests, as I mentioned, was like clockwork. Everybody's showing up right on time. It's a little toasty out here, but uh, you know, come come on out here. It's going to only cool. Down later on today. It's going on until 11 o'clock tonight. St. Jude Allen Carnival. This is a biggie. And uh, it, whether you're a parishioner or not, Catholic or not, come on out here. And also, anything that you, you know, sp- the money you spend goes towards the Absolutely. parish. It goes to the ministries here. Yep. And so, again, guys, thanks so much. You did a fabulous job. Thank you, Dave. You made it easy on me. I didn't have to really do anything, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> other than put us back on the air at uh, you kept our, our first break. You kept us in uh, line. All right. So, uh, you're listening to KTH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, 
Fort Worth here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. So on behalf of uh, uh, Mike Howard, Mark Willis, and all the, the wonderful people here at St. Jude's and Allen, uh, I'm Dave Palmer uh, signing off uh, from the St. Jude Carnival. Come on out here and uh, have some fun. Bring the whole family. If you want to look them up online, stjudeparish.com slash carnival is the website, stjudeparish.com slash carnival. So thank you for listening these last uh, couple of hours, and thank you for supporting uh, Guadalupe Radio Network. God bless you. Oh, I I missed that. Go. We have another minute. <laughs> I, I, okay. well, I am so sorry. I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I had to say. Now yeah. we've got an extra couple of seconds. Yeah, we got. I, I we got, got to thank Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave. Dave's fantastic. It's amazing, right? The bring, yeah, bringing the bring. I left an extra out. minute so that you could do that. Well, you know, I mean, that that was the whole point. But I also yeah. want to say you're the one sitting in the sun. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. Who who planned that? All right. Thank you so much. You know, oh, that's, that's your wait, 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 you got, you got ten seconds if you want to say it on the air, but we will be taken off here in about twenty seconds. Uh, yeah, th- thanks so much, Curtis, and thanks, guys. It's been it's been an honor, and uh, hey, you know what's wrong? A little vitamin D, you know. Well, uh, there you go. Come back uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I know about a broadcast, but uh, anyways, thanks everybody thanks, for listening, Dave. and uh, uh, Mike and Mark, you guys are great professionals, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. God bless you. <laughs>